Time for our monthly chamber chat with folks from the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. We're joined by the chamber's first vice president, Joseph Joe Carlone, the president and CEO of Line Master Switch Corporation in Woodstock. We're joined by the executive director of the chamber, Betty Kujai. And our guest this month is Carol Scott of Project Genesis, whose offices are right above us at 720 Main Street, Willimantic. They are a brand new chamber member. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And Betty, as always, start things off by summing up the last month of activities with the Chamber. Good morning, Wayne. Yes, uh, we have been very busy. We had a fabulous ribbon cutting out in Wyndham. Uh, Trigo Fire Grill Pizza owner Patrick Griffin and Garnet uh, were our hosts. Uh, we were also had the great pleasure of having Lieutenant Governor Susan Beisowitz in it in attendance along with uh, Mansfield Mayor Tony Moran and Wyndham Mayor Tom DeVivo. We were also kicking off Taste Two Towns uh, for that event. Um, so it was a great ribbon cutting, lots of celebrating. I want to say there were 50 or more folks in attendance. The pizza was fabulous. Patrick uh, was very gracious and made sure that everybody had the opportunity to taste the pizza. It was just a really great time, a great time to celebrate. Uh, the Lieutenant Governor was also out uh, in Wyndham to announce a grant award to Whitewater Partnership, and um, they were very grateful for it. It was a nice press conference over at the Wyndham Town Hall. And then just recently, on Saturday, we did a ribbon cutting for our good friend Angie Jacques, who is a chamber member with Yono Yoga and Meditation. She opened a new location called Quiet Corner Floats. Joe, uh, who is with me right now, was in attendance. Joe, you want to have a few insights on it? Sure. Uh, the uh, the new center is, is incredible. Yeah. They have um, two floating stations, two floating rooms, and uh, I've never been uh, exposed to that. I've heard of that uh, that technology, that, that type of service. Um, I, I'll certainly be there to, to try it out. Um, it's, it's interesting um, uh, therapy. Float, float therapy, okay. and it's and you know it's really a nice addition to what they they've already got going on. They have the the yoga uh, room on on the building next same building, but the uh, the room next door. They have yoga in this, the new facility as well, and um, they also have massage. So um, it's really uh, turning into a complete package for for spa services. Um, and I've, rumor has it that they have some other services uh, in mind down the road as well. And Betty, I want to turn back the clock to what you first talked about there, the Trigo Pizza, which is pretty much right next door to where we are here. Uh, what kind of pizza did you have that day, Betty? Uh, it was a Metropolitan. It was absolutely fabulous. I just I had one slice, and it was awesome. I put photos up on our Facebook page of the pizza because people love seeing pictures of food and lots of comments, lots of praises for the pizza. Um, just a great program, uh, a great event. Uh, Patrick just seems like, you know, the genuine uh, host. Um, he was just very gracious and, and thrilled to be, you know, offering some great pizza in downtown Willimantic. A brand new member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce is Project Genesis, which has offices in our building here at 720 Main Street, Willimantic, right next door to Trigo Pizza, by the way. Carol Scott, Chief Human Resources Officer from Project Genesis, joins us today. Carol, good morning. Tell the folks what Project Genesis is all about. Sure. So we've been around since um, 1991 for 
32 years this year, and we serve over 200 consumers with different abilities. Our major program, or one of our programs is our acquired brain injury program, where we work with adults with acquired brain injury. And we it's funded by the Department of Social Services, the Medicare waiver for ABI. And um, we um, employ companions, independent living skills trainers, and vocational skills trainers to work with these individuals. And um, we also have a special education support services program, which is approved by the Connecticut Department of Education and funded by school districts. And we work with students, 14 to 21, who have an IEP, Individualized Education Plan, and we help them with transitional services, academic, vocational, life skills. And then we have one last program, which is our RISE program, where we help, it's kind of our, edu- uh, our um, vocational program, where we help individual adults with disabilities and teenagers also um, to find employment, and we were job coaches there, and that's funded by BRS. So we do career exploration there, job matching, and job coaching. Carol, how do people first connect with Project Genesis? Is it a medical referral or some other kind of referral, or do they just recognize, or maybe a family member recognizes their issues and they go to you? It's a variety of reasons through the through ABI, a variety of ways. It could be the if if someone had a like an injury, it could be the hospital that refers them. It could be the the care manager that knows us that would refer them. Um, but in some of the programs, such as the Rise the Jobs program, the um, individual has their own. And, and, and uh, in, all, in all cases, individual has their own choice to make their own, decide their own provider. So they could recommend, they could say, you know, I really want to work with Project Genesis. Um, and then the school program is really generally the schools will deal with us, you know, particular schools will deal with us. But again, the parents have a right to say, you know, I'd rather work with this provider. Is there an opportunity to do that or whatever? So, If you had someone, hypothetically, who had an automobile accident and suffered a brain injury in that motor vehicle accident, would that be someone who might wind up using the services of Project Genesis? Absolutely. I mean, they'd have to be deemed um, eligible under the DSS Medicare waiver, and that means financially they would need the supports, and, and then, obviously, medically, they, they need those supports also. And then um, they would be on the waiting list and then hopefully um, be able to leave the hospital or wherever, you know, usually that's what happens. They're in a hospital, and they're able to leave that hospital and, and get their own apartment, and then we provide the supports. Carol, can you just give me a, a success story, a, a feel-good story? Someone who came to you might be with a brain injury, went through the services of Project Genesis and basically left a better person, a healthier person, a happier person, the happy ending? I mean, yes, we've had consumers that have been with us and then they have left. They, You know, we've provided maybe services 24-7 when they just came out of the hospital and then we, they, we weaned them off as they got better and they felt like they were able to do things more independently and to the point where we might just work with them maybe once a month to do budgeting or something like that. But there's always successes every day. I mean, like if you, I was just reviewing our Facebook account and just uh, our Facebook stories and just one consumer that, that has a significant brain injury is now able to do her own grocery shopping and, and figure out which bananas to buy and which fruits to buy. And she's able to use the, um, the weigh machine, the, you know, to weigh the food and figure out how much she'll spend. 
So those are successes, too. So it's whatever those goals are that the consumer makes for themselves, if they're able to achieve them, that's success. Betty, update me on what is coming up in the next couple of weeks or the next month or so with the Chamber. Yes, uh, on Friday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, we are going to be hosting our legislative breakfast. This event is just about sold out. So if you're interested in attending, uh, give us a call today because I do expect um, we're going to be topped out at 110. We're about 103, 104 right now. Uh, And that begins at 7.30 a.m. over at EastCon. I have confirmations from 11 area lawmakers that they are going to be in attendance. So we expect a good turnout both from our local lawmakers as well as from members of the chamber. And then uh, later this month, on March 23rd, we have a business after hours at Chase Building Supply of Connecticut, and that's up in Woodstock. Um, Again, Thursday, March 23rd from 5 to 7 p.m. Next month in April, uh, Tuesday, April 25th, we are going to be at Berkshire Bank on Main Street in Willimantic for a business after hours. So we are really excited about uh, being out there uh, and greeting all of our guests. We always have great turnouts at our business after hours. And Joe Carlone, who we had on last month, the Chamber's first vice president. How has that role been for you early in your tenure, Joe? I would say it's, it's very rewarding. I mean, uh, being a member of this uh, chamber just as a normal member is rewarding with over 500 uh, businesses involved and a mailing list of over 600 in the quiet corner, it's not so quiet. So it's really rewarding to, you know, get to meet all of these different business owners and companies um, and learn about what's going on in this area. And again, our new chamber member joining us today is Carol Scott, Chief Human Resources Officer with Project Genesis. On your website, Carol, I noticed that Project Genesis got awarded top places to work by the Hartford Current in six of the last seven years. And as a human resources officer, you're certainly involved in that aspect. What is it about Project Genesis that makes it a good place to work? Well, definitely it's our culture um, and and our flexibility, but definitely the culture we care about people. We're we're looking for people to work for us that have a passion for this kind of work and that want to help the community where they live. And, you know, we as much as we can, we're a nonprofit. We try to take care of our employees. We're kind of like a family. And um, I think a lot of our employees, are we're, we're like-minded. We all want to help and contribute to the community. So um, we, get, we, get, we kind of like um, work well together. Each year, Project Genesis serves more than 225 adults and students throughout Connecticut who have a range of disabilities. The dedicated team tailors support to meet each consumer's unique needs and ambitions, empowering them to become more active, productive, and valued citizens. Is this your main office, Carol, or do you have other branches around Connecticut? This is our main office. We do have two satellite offices, one in Norwich and one in Manchester. But this Willimantic is our main office. So would a potential client-slash-patient come into the building here at 720 Main Street? Do you go out and provide, say, home visits and the like? Or how do you interact with the people, those 225 people that we've talked about per year that you serve? So we work in all counties but Fairfield and um, Litchfield County, and we're basically in ABI. We're in their community. We're in their um, house, we're in their apartments, working with them. 
in their, you know, going to the doctor's office with them, so they're right with, with them. In our special education support services program with high school students, where we work out of one of the satellite offices, or we might be at an American Job Center helping them find a job, or in a library helping them with functional academics. So, yeah, we're definitely in the community. And then, obviously, with the jobs program, we're, we're at their job with them, helping them to be successful there. We touched on brain injury in our prior segment, but this is Brain Injury Awareness Month. Carol, what can you tell us that we should know? A lot of us don't have to deal with this, but the people you deal with, obviously, many of them do have various forms of brain injury. What should we know about brain injury to be more aware of what it's all about? Well, I would say, it's, I mean, it's it, your life can change, uh, amazing, uh, you know, in one minute. So I would say with brain injuries, you know, being aware of sports that can cause issues, um, not wearing, you know, it's important to wear protective equipment. I know the Brain Injury Alliance of Connecticut is really big into, you know, wearing um, helmets when you're when you're driving a motorcycle, when you're driving a bicycle, um, protecting your head. If you have a concussion, this is a very important thing, too. If you have a concussion or you feel like you might have a concussion, go seek help. Don't assume, you know, it's just a little bump and you're going to be okay because that could be something major. So that would be my advice as far as that goes. And it seems to me, as I work a lot in the sports field, that concussions are taken a lot more seriously now. I have a feeling that people who get a concussion now are treated a lot more carefully than they would have been 10, 20, 30 years ago. Heck, we know up at UConn, there's been three or four different players who have had to sit out because of concussions. Some people say, when are they coming back? Well, I have an idea that the concussion protocol now is probably as aggressive as it's ever been, and that's all part of brain injury awareness, isn't it? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Tell me more about the RISE program. You mentioned that earlier, the RISE program, which I guess the goal of that is to get people back out in the community being productive members with jobs. Absolutely. That stands for reaching um, individual success and employment. So, yes, we actually work with a consumer. It could be a teenager. It could be a, um, an adult. And we ask them, you know, what do you want to do? What is your passion? You know, what kind of job would you like? Because it's important. Sometimes people will say, well, it's just anything that will make me money. But And then we will um, help to find a job within their community that matches what they're looking for. And then we go out with them as job coaches. We help them to be successful. We might, you know, we might help to teach them the job. Um, and obviously, the employer would do that too. And um, you know, the employer gets a um, they get they get an opportunity to work with this consumer for a period of time. It could be um, twenty hours, it could be forty hours, and they get a credit, so they don't have to pay. Uh, and but it's also a great opportunity for the um, for the employee or for the consumer to to see, you know, is this the right field for me? Am I going to be successful here? And um, it it often turns into you know real employment, um, competitive employment long-term. So that, that would be the goal, anyways. You offer special education support services. How does that work? What are they? Those, that's the high, the high schools are referring students um, that are, have an individualized education plan, and they're, um, we're providing those transitional services. So, so um, generally, between 14 and 21-year-olds, um, the school is referring the students, and we are working with them on functional academics to help them graduate. We're working with them on life skills. We have two life skills training centers, one in Manchester, one in Norwich, where we can work with them on skills or we can work with them in the community. We definitely help a lot with vocational because 
obviously they want to be independent when they get out of high school, so we're going to help them as much as possible to be independent. And we help them with, like, you know, really we have groups, we have social groups, um, so that they can interact with others, of, you know, their age. So, Carol, what can Project Genesis do for people that are on the autism spectrum? That they actually, that would, they would be part of our special education support services. So we have a lot of our, of our mentors. They have different skills. We have our um, program managers and directors, and they've, they have had training in, the, in people with, in the autism spectrum, so it helps them to, be, um, to do their job really well. So, um, yeah, but that would be the same thing. And, and even with the IEP, we're always focused on what is the, um, what is the student's goals, you know, because people don't want to work on goals that someone else has for them, but we try to work on what are your goals for yourself. What kind of programs do you have for folks who are dealing with substance abuse? Well, that kind of, like, tends to run through everything. I mean, like, in any population, right, drug abuse is, is, is an issue. So we are working with that. We're, we work with a team of people. We don't necessarily have any people that are specialized in um, drug abuse counseling, but we definitely know the signs to look for, and we know when to get another team member that might be outside of Project Genesis that we work closely with involved. But, you know, with disabilities, sometimes, well, with any population, drug abuse can be an issue. But definitely, um, I know with acquired brain injury, it tends to be a, something that might happen based on the fact that they're take, people are taking a lot of drugs, and there might be an issue with that. Yeah. How about folks with mental illness? What kind of services do you provide for them? So they are, so we might have, Usually, and they might have a brain injury, plus they might have had some other mental illness, or it could be anyone in the school-based program. So we're providing the same things, living skills, vocational. Um, again, we might be bringing them to the doctor, to the therapist, or whatever. So, yeah, that's what we do there. Carol, what was it that got you interested in this field in the first place? Is this something you actually trained for when you were in your educational years, or did it kind of uh, did you change directions midway through your professional career and ended up at Project Genesis? What was it that uh, got you first interested in this? I did change directions, so I've always been in HR. So I'm not really. I don't. Unfortunately, unless the consumers come in to visit, I don't get an opportunity to interact every day with consumers. But I can tell you. Um, Mid when I, when I got to a certain age, I just said, you know, I really want to be working with an organization that's more connected to the community, more connected to giving back. So I knew I wanted to go to nonprofit. So I did um, attend classes at UConn for nonprofit management, and then Bay Path um, to get my master's in nonprofit management. So that is my passion: is to work with a nonprofit. And what was it about the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce that made Project Genesis say, hey, that would be a good organization for us to join? That's a great question. So we're really interested in, in getting more involvement. You know, we've been um, referred a, a lot of um, consumers in that area, particularly where the chamber is, and we really just wanted to interact more with um, employers and others in that area and schools in that area to, you know, how can we... Um, even recruit more people, and um, as we're growing, you know, just to know what's going on in that area. It's definitely, that's that's our goal is really just interact more. We've got some people that live in that area that are interested in attending the events, and we haven't had a chance to attend any events yet, but we really plan to do that. 
We've talked about how it's a great place to work, honored six of the last seven years by the current top places to work. Are you looking for employees right now? Are there job openings in Project Genesis? We definitely are. We're looking for companions, um, independent living skills trainers. Um, we, we need them in um, Willimantic and, you know, within, within all eastern of Connecticut. And really what we look for is people that have a passion for others. We're looking for education mentors if they've got some kind of background working with, um, you know, teenagers. Um, maybe they were a paraprofessional, a coach, a camp counselor, or just really anyone that's worked with young adults. And we're looking for job coaches in our RISE program. Carol, you used the phrase companion. Specifically, what does that mean? What would that entail? So companion is our entry-level position, and it's really someone that just really has a passion for helping people with disabilities, and they're really kind of just what it sounds like. They're there with the consumer. The consumer might need some assistance, but it's more probably like just keeping them company, you know, maybe driving them to appointments. So it's it's that kind of thing. It's, It's just being there for their safety, for maybe some direction, but it's not teaching them life skills per se. Project Genesis believes everyone has the right to a full range of life experiences, and they know that each person who desires to live and work in their community can be successful regardless of the obstacles they face. Do you find that Project Genesis is a well-kept secret around here? People might be aware that it's here at 720 Main Street, but they just don't know what you do unless they are in need of your services. I think that is true, and we're really trying to... um you know, get our story out there. And I don't know if you noticed on our website, we have four wonderful videos that were just made um, working with Eastern Connecticut State University. And it's really our employees talking, our consumers talking, and it's probably they do a much better job than me talking about Project Genesis. But um, we were able to work with Professor Day and two of the students, Melanie and Seth, who created some wonderful videos that, um, I mean, if you watch Kylie's and Chase's video on our website, it just it brought me to tears, you know, so um, just to see what they experienced at Project Genesis. So. Yep, I saw the videos, and they're on the website. One word, projectgenesis.us, projectgenesis.us. Carol Scott, Chief Human Resources Officer with Project Genesis here at 720 Main Street, Willimantic, joined by... Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce First Vice President Joe Carlone and also Executive Director Betty Kujai. Folks, good program. Thank you all for joining me today. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.